Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Do you get it? So you gotta you gotta try and get into the flow. I mean, even if you can't do what they are doing, you must this thing here, so can't work at all. <laughs> you, got, you got to try and, you know, do your own thing, a little bit something. Because if they were playing uh, uh, Papa Hungry, Sister Hungry, you, you be, at least you'll be tapping your foot. I got nobody. And you'll be doing uh, Broke off your back. Broke off. You'll be doing something like that. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't try and pretend. You get it. You got the moves. You got you got the dancing in you. So when you hear that we buzz the tune like that, I mean, you must must you know do something. Yeah, feel free, so that all the stiffness will go. If you stand quietly, you see that the devil will be on your case ah, all year through. Hallelujah. All right, let's pray, Father. This morning, what a blessing it is to be in your house. I pray you speak to us. You affect our lives. Let us not leave the same as we came. Let us not leave the same as we came. Let us not leave the same as we came. In Jesus' name, somebody said, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. And what verse are we looking at? Haket, what verse? Okay, you got it. Beautiful. So I'll come down and then you check whether I'll get feedback or not, all right? Ephesians chapter 6, which means that you have to. It's all part of the work. Mm-hmm. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Can we all read it together? Ready? Let's go. Let's read it. Let's say it one more time. Read it one more time. Let's go. is how you read it. All of you are wrong. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. Okay, can we do it again? Nikhil, are you there? Alright, ready? Let's go. Please just read it again. Let's read one more time. Is that Shaquille? He can't see. No, it's still wrong, isn't it? Ephesians chapter what? 6 and verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Emphasis. What we are looking for is the word strong. So the way you read it, you can notice that there's something you have to pay attention to. Ephesians of the system verse 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. If you hear me, you see that there's an emphasis on the word strength, on the word strong. And that's what we're looking at. Many people are not strong in church. They are not strong in the Lord. Many people are not strong in knowing God. They are not strong in understanding God. They are not strong in understanding church. They are not strong. And today, you see, me, me, the things, I will say just as things are. For those who know me, they will understand it. For those who don't know me, they will get confused. But it's always very important to ask questions in this church because this is a very different church. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, this is a very different church. Did I see Mr. Adams? Yes, sir. How you do, sir? You good? Why you get cold like that? You see me? It's me. It's your boy. It's your boy. You know me? <laughs> it's good to see you, man. You straight father. You straight father. Israel Belt. 
Yeah. That's Anita's, uh, uh, Chantel's grandfather. Yeah. Grandfather is in church today. What? That's why he's reading. <laughs> so finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Be strong. So what I'm saying is that for many Christians, they are not strong in reading the Bible. If I ask you right now, how many times do you read your Bible in the week? You'll see that you are not strong. How many hours did you pray last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and yesterday, Saturday? You, you, you yourself will know that you don't have strength in prayer. How often were you at meetings that you were supposed to be at last week? Sunday, Tuesday, and your chapel meeting or your chapel responsibilities. You will realize that you are not strong. If who is that? Is it Epson or Hackett? Epson. Epson, you see me after church. You remind me. Yeah, remind me. Yeah. You should be nervous when I when I get to the stage. You should be very nervous. Are you following? If you look at your tithe. How many times did you miss paying tithe? It tells you whether you are strong or you are weak. I'm giving you some parameters. And I hope you are, you are understanding because when we say that, how can I be a strong Christian? I'm actually showing you how you can be a strong Christian. It is making sure that the number of meetings that you are supposed to be at in the week, you are there. If you do an exam and you are strong in the exam, you get 100 over 100. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. And so I'm giving you parameters. I'm giving you things to know whether you are weak or you are not weak. And then based on that, if you understand and you want to be strong, then you have to now also understand what I am explaining about reasons why you have to be strong. Because it's not, you can't be comfortable that you don't pray every day. It shouldn't be something that you should be comfortable because there's somebody who is an enemy, who is an adversary. You see, the issues we go through throughout the week, your reaction is based on your weakness. Even when you are driving on the road, you can run all day. <laughs> it shows your weakness. Because there are crazy people on the road anyway. Oh, you didn't know? There are mad people driving. And so, if you are strong and experienced, you just shake your head and just go your way. <laughs> you know, no problem. If you want to bore me, I stop you boring and you go. When somebody's boring, then you fight on the person with your vehicle. There's something wrong. How many drivers are guilty? <laughs> you are even abusing the person in your vehicle when the person can't hear you. So if you are writing down what I'm talking about, if you are writing notes, then what I'm saying is that if your Bible study or your Bible reading life is not seven days in a week Bible reading, you are not strong. If your prayer is not everyday prayer, you are not strong. If you're coming to church, it's not every week coming to church like how you're expected to come to church, you are not strong. If you don't tithe every month, you are not strong. If you don't reach out to people and tell them about Jesus, you are not strong. Now, I think I can, you, we can give you an offering and then we go home because you understand now what it means to be a weak Christian. There is no 
a, a, a comfort in, in staying down as a weak person. There is no benefit in being a weak Christian. It's rather a liability. Because when you are weak, you open yourself to attacks. And when you are attacked, you will be knocked down. If you don't propel, if you think that you are strong, you know, some people, they, they walk around and they think they are strong. And they're going, they're going to uh, 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 provoke people they want to fight. Now, when you look at some people, you don't want to tempt them to fight. You see how big the person is, how, how muscular, and you allow some small baku, uh, uh, something. You want to fight somebody who's big. You see, like you heard him walking, bro. Because some of the person gives you one lash. There is some people, they are so ignorant that even when they are being beaten, they still go and take some battle. <laughs> you, can't, you can't fight. A few of us will acknowledge the fact that you can't fight. In your pride, you think that you can fight until you get a cough. Then you realize that, hey, 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 this thing is not easy. Yeah. You have to know your strength. Don't settle with your weakness and build on your weakness. It's the same thing like even with your health. You get it? Some people just don't care about their health. They just eat anything, anytime. Until your head starts swinging. Then you go to the doctor and they say your pressure is 290 over 140. It means you're about to die. Yeah, you can go into coma. So understand what it means to be strong and what it means to be weak. How many of you would today, I don't want you to agree with me next week, but today you agree that you are not strong at all. How many will agree with me? Okay, so next week you should change. That's, that's, that's what church is about. You hear that you are not strong, then you work at it. You hear that you are lazy, you work at it. You hear that you are not good in maths, you work at it. That's how we go for lessons. You hear that this, then you work at it. That's how we improve in life. Are you with me? Now, from the little knowledge and feedback I got from whatever happened on the birthday and all the things getting towards it. You see, I, I felt a way. I felt a way. If, you, if it was me, eh, we all have food and drinks on my birthday. If it was left with me. But I thank God it wasn't left with me. Because we're about 200 people. And 200 people with food and drinks. Then the emphasis now is actually changing. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. You don't understand. If you want to honor somebody, you yourself, you take yourself out. You can't honor somebody and you, you are also enjoying the things that you want to honor somebody with. <laughs> so, if you want to give me something, that you go hungry and you give it to me. So, so, oh, you know what? If I give it, I'll be hungry. So, take half and let me also take half. Then there's no... There's no... It's like, you are not honoring somebody according to their rank. And I, we have talked about it. How to honor with ease. Honor according to rank. If it was left with me, uh, everybody would eat some rice, take something away. But I heard that the people said, no way. We are not going to spend not a dime. We are not going to waste money on anything but not spend the money on the person. It takes, it takes strength and maturity to understand what I'm saying. And so come Tuesday night, I teach about how to become a matured Christian. You see, when the woman with the alabaster box of ointment went to Jesus, there was not a part of the ointment that was for him, for, for her. And, and, and any time it comes to honor, honor is so difficult. Honor is so hard and high. 
that right among the people, Jesus' one of Jesus' main people criticized what was going on. You, you should read the Bible. In all the things that are going on, some people will not come back to the church. Some people are vexed. All kinds of things happen when it comes to honor. Many people disagree with certain things. But that is how it is when people don't know how to honor. Now, if Oni wants to honor, if, if Oni, if Honey loves me and wants to honor me, she'll do what is expected before she goes on stage to sing. If you have a stage to dance on, then you make sure that you honor the person who gave you a stage before you come and dance. If you don't understand that you're a weak Christian, The woman gave everything she had. And then one of the main disciples said, what? This is too much. It's too much money. The church has become money. No, no. You don't understand honor. That's why you're, you're, you're speaking like that. Because if this was not here, if that individual had not even shown up here, you wouldn't be where you are now. And your once a year something you are giving is not giving too much. It's not too much. Am I, am I saying something? You, you, are, you are weak when these things affect you. Unless you are not glad, you are not grateful to God for us coming together and meeting. If you are not grateful, then you should have you should have things to talk about. Yeah. If if you are mature, you will know that I can't disrespect this person in my life. I said, if it was left with me, I'll give you food and drinks on that day. Cry. Yeah. But, but, but what I heard is that the people said, nah. Nothing. Nothing. It's a service. It's a, we don't eat at service. Yeah. Yeah. You ate, but the said he ate before he came. <laughs> so it's not now that I'm going to say, oh, nothing for drink, nothing for eat. It's what's done. What kind of thing is this? The joy alone was enough. You were filled with that joy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Come Christmas Day. Christmas Day will have food and drinks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's always somebody who does not agree why the man of God or the servant of God should receive the attention he's receiving. There's always somebody. There's always somebody. But those are people who are weak in their faith and in honoring. Yeah. Jesse, are you there? You have to understand certain things that, you see, if you have a certain upbringing, certain things in the church would not even be difficult for you. Yeah. You know, it will look strange to you. But, but some people come from not so much of a tra- trained background. So uh, there are some things that are quite, quite difficult, quite this, quite that. Uh, and a lot of questions. Why this? Why that? Why this? Why that? No. That, that's, yeah, no, you, you, have to, you, have to, you have to try and learn. Because if you can understand it, then you don't have to be around. Should I say what I'm saying again? If you can understand the things around church, then you don't need church. You are okay. We come to church because there are so many things that we don't know and we don't understand. So when we encounter those things, instead of getting angry and making our own minds and opinions, we ask for explanation. 
to learn not to get angry or to criticize it. Am I, am I saying, maybe I'm talking too much this morning. <laughs> Kishan, are you there? Is it working? Yeah. So, understand these things that when you can't do it, you can't do it from your heart, you can't do it well, there is, there is a weakness. There's a weakness you have. If you get angry quick, there's something wrong about your temper. If you can't skip breakfast, every day when you wake up breakfast, if you can't skip, there's something wrong about your appetite. If you can't stay away from, you know, hugging and, and sexing and all of that, there's, there's something that's a little too much in your system. And these things should not be overlooked. It should be fixed. It should be controlled. It should be checked. And you see, you see something that I, I was going to say, but I think I forgot about it. It has come back. We come from a background where we like to enjoy ourselves more than to spend money on the right things. We will pay money to buy a nice shoe and not spend money to, to even go for lessons and study, do extra mathematics. Yeah, the, the people like to show off than to spend money on real things. That, that is a background we all come from. We are all black people. It's a background. Yeah, a black man who will go and buy a car and design the car with you see the tires and the wheels. That doesn't add anything to you. You spend money and change the tires and wheels and and put the whole sound system in a vehicle. Meanwhile, the house they come from, the roof is leaking. There's no lights. They are tipping lights. But the car they are driving, it's, it looks so nice. It's a very false impression people are giving you. And that is how it is. So, so in the church when you come, you rather prefer to use the money on yourself than to give the money to the man of God at the time you have to honor him. Because that is so difficult for you to understand. But I, I, was so, I was so happy that you know, many people were in blue. It was very interesting. I think it was very beautiful. That was a very beautiful night. Yes. It was a very, very beautiful night. The pictures were so exciting. I'm sure a lot of people are jealous about us on Facebook also. <laughs> and let me tell you, just as we look, we watch people, people are also watching us. Because I met somebody the next day. The next day, I took my vehicle. Uh, to the mechanic and so I said no, let me walk around town a little bit I've not walked through town in a long time so I started walking through town hey Lord Jesus hey. at the point I said no 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 let me stand in the corner and wait for some car or something <laughs> I thought nobody knew me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I met one old church member said, oh happy belated birthday I said ah, how did you know I said oh Facebook I go come visit. I go come visit one time. I go come. I hear you over the river. I go come. I go come. Hey, I met another woman who took me about forty-five minutes from one story to another. One story to another. I said, "Why did I decide to walk through town today?" <laughs> yeah. I I I think I'm not no, but pastor. You can't go to any... So now I have to... Sometimes, maybe in the future, I have to behave like these celebrities. I have to wear a hoodie. And wear dark shades. And then, you know, change my walkies and go to the supermarket or something. <laughs> Cut up jeans. Oh, look at me. Nah, that's Bishop. That's not Bishop. That's not Bishop. Good, good. It's not Bishop. It's not Bishop. <laughs> Are you with me? That is how come we don't prosper. Because what we have to spend money on, we don't spend money on the right things. We spend money on the wrong things. So that Tuesday evening, you'd have liked to dress up, come, food, drinks, dancing, and then not give me any offering. You, you'd have been happy with that. Yes. And many people would have, many people have been happy with that. Yes. And many people were happy with that. Because you enjoyed yourself, and that's all that you're about. And that's why you came. 
Now, for somebody to be happy or somebody to also be satisfied, it's not, it's not in our interest most of the time. I want to say something. Many people drive, but where they drive out of their rooms, you see the, the size of the TV in the small room that they are staying in, and you wonder what's wrong with them. The room is bigger than, the, the, the TV is bigger than the door. Why don't you make a bigger door? So it's, it's something that is common. That many people will dress up, but where they are coming out of, they come from a shack. When you go home today, check if you come from a shack or not, and look at your dressing. It means that the money you are spending on your dressing, you should spend it on cement and blocks. Yeah. Fix the room. Expand the room. Paint the room. Buy new blinds. Yeah, buy a bed. Not on Black Friday and go and fall down at courts. <laughs> and bust up your lip. what I'm saying in the same way we do not focus on making our spiritual life stronger than our physical self it's very difficult for people to fast on their own if I declare fast now you see how many people will make excuses if you wake up in the morning you forget that we are fasting I'm getting headache Bishop, I was getting bad feelings. Bishop, my head, I got some says my head swinging. It, it's, it's, we, we are so much into things that will make us so comfortable and satisfied. That even when you go to a church and you don't get those things, you don't like the church. Few people will be in things that they will have to sacrifice for the future good. And you can't bring that into your spiritual life. You need to be strong. You need to pray every day. You need to read your Bible every day. Some of you, your Bible cannot be on your phone because when you go on your phone, you can't read the Bible on your phone. I agree with a pastor who I saw on social media one day saying that. Saying that uh, um, um, your Bible, or the Bible on your phone is not the Holy Bible. Because right on your phone too, you have pornography on your phone. How can Jesus and pornography be on the same phone? You got some big woman, some big, big bumsy, shikishi bumsy, or in your, in your video, in your gallery. And then you say you read your Bible, you want to preach your Bible. So some of you need a, you need a hard copy Bible. <laughs> so when you're reading your Bible, your phone is aside, and you're opening and they're reading black and white. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, 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 if a man is not born, you read and you think about it, you need to separate your Bible from your phone, some of you. If you don't read your Bible every day, you are not on the path to become a strong Christian. If you don't come to church every time there's a service, you are not on the path to become strong. And it's very dangerous to be a weak Christian because the first thing we learned about being weak is that if you're weak or you have to strengthen yourself because of the evil one. <coughs> strengthen yourself so you can overcome the wicked one. Number two, you must strengthen yourself in the Lord because your enemy is planning to attack you again. Oh, he's not finished with you, you know. Just as God is not finished with you, the enemy also is not finished with you. you think the enemy is finished with you, you're making a joke. Have you not seen it that in real life sometimes if you go and, if you go and fight some people, they, they, they come back for you? My friend, isn't it? They'll come back for you. 
there are some areas you can't walk in those places anymore because the, the uncle is coming for you. That there are some family they are they are, they are, they are, they are corrupt bad. If you fight with one person, you are fighting the whole house. <laughs> How do you know families like that? You better don't go and fight somebody in such a family. They will come for you. They will come for you. They will come for you. Hey, they don't care whether the, the family member is right or wrong. They will all come for you. You don't. You if if you know, don't go and and, and provoke such such a family. So your enemy is is planning to attack you again. He's going to attack you again. It's not over. God says it's not over with you yet. He's not over with you yet. But the enemy is also saying the same thing to you that he's also not finished with you yet. Now, even this time, this time of the year, you have to be very careful. Now, anytime there is a lot of excitement and joy and all of that, you have to be careful. That is when there are a lot of, of surprises also. Because our mind goes away from being cautious, being careful, this, this, and that, and that. I mean, if, if, you, if, you, if you ask me, if you ask me, and this is my personal thing, it, 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 it can't be you, and you shouldn't adopt that. I would rather shop at court on a different day than on a Black Friday. I would rather pay the 80000 extra for my peace and my sanity than Black Friday. It's my personal thing. I have pride. I have esteem. I, I, I'm not going to be rushing with normal people. I, I, I know I am walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. I live a life of... Court discount is not a favor for me. <laughs> ah, I know who I am. Please, it's not you. I'm talking about me. My style, my level, and it's different. So, they say, oh, me too. No, please go for Black Friday so you can get cheap things. <laughs> you thought that it's okay. At least you get some 50,000 discount. 80%. But I'm, see, I'm talking about me. Yeah. It, it, is, it is expedient for me to pay the 20,000 extra. Done. Yeah. I also know that course has nice things. But I won't go when EL is there in a the line. And I'm fighting to be in the line with she too. <laughs> no, there has to be a difference. In all the things in life, no matter how attractive, no matter how, there still has to be a difference between the man of God and, and, and the sheep of God. <laughs> uh, I don't I mean, understand what I'm talking about. Uh, please go Black Friday because you have cheap things. You were there, right? Yeah, air fryer for 8,000. Yeah, you can buy it, cry. But I, I, I will, I will rather go on a day where nobody is there. So people don't mind my business. <laughs> Even I was advised, you see, when I go to court, I don't pay on installment. I pay cash. I, pay, I, I prefer to pay cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want nobody to come and mind my business tomorrow. Mr. Collins, your payment is overdue. Hey, I'm not working in power. That's less power. <laughs> hey. And you know that the, 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 uh, the number of things that they will ask of you before they give you credit, all kinds of things, information is on the system. Yeah. And I'm a type, I'm the, the, what, the type of person I am in terms of being a, a preacher and a man of God, I have to be very careful with a lot of things. Yeah. So I'd rather go and pay cash. Rather than, before you realize, Zarina is calling me. Pastor Calvin, Pastor Calvin, Reverend Calvin used to work at court. He used to, uh, uh, with a scantal, go repossess. One day he decided he he's not going to do that work again. I think he went to some church member place. And then now what do you do? Hello, Pastor Calvin. 
Uh-huh. What do you do? Yeah, you go to oh, my pastor. You, you know, you know, you know, things are hard. My pastor, it's, it's, my body, it's, it's not me. You know, it's, it's God send me. <laughs> it's God send me. I mean, it's going to be very awkward. Yeah, pray for me, Pastor Kave. <laughs> please don't take me washing machine away. Be please for me. <laughs> Be a Christian. Don't let them cause people. <laughs> I hope you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Number three. Why you cannot afford to not read your Bible every day. Why you cannot afford not to pray every day. Why you should not be weak in the things you do as a Christian. Number three. Strengthen yourself so you can run your race properly. Strengthen yourself so you can run your race properly. You can run your race properly. You can run your race properly. Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. You can run your race properly. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. Strengthen yourself so you can run your race properly. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I need you to understand that when it comes to Christianity, there's a lot of things that all of us have to learn. I, 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 I relate with pastors in a country, and I see that there's so much for them to learn. I was trying to explain some of the things yesterday when I had some meeting. There are so many areas that pastors need to develop themselves. And one of it is even in marriage and ministry. Marriage and ministry. Please, if I marry you, you have your taste, I have my taste. Marrying you, Eric, doesn't mean that whatever you like, I should like everything that you like, including stupidness. <laughs> no way. Including stupidness. You like blue? I don't like blue. It doesn't mean I don't love you. It's blue I don't like. It's a color I don't like. I should be able to marry you and not like blue. No, but in Guyanese marriages and some of these, if it's blue, it's blue for all of us. If you love me, you love my color too. <laughs> we are one. That's why one day a couple came to church. They were paying tight in one card. Where's the tight card? Where's the tight envelopes? Is it for you and Epson or you only? No, 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 no. It's you only. Okay. <laughs> Michael and Epson. Okay. <laughs> they came to the altar holding one card like that. So, I've never seen something like that in my life before. You see, and it's very interesting because the two of you will not die on the same day. How many of you have had a couple, married couple that died on the same day? How, how long in your life? How, how, how many have you heard of? Masmoro and his wife. You hardly see a husband and wife who are dying on the same day. It means that you are also not going to meet God the same day. If you die the same day, you could die a minute or two apart. Which means that one goes to heaven first or one goes into the spiritual reference than the other. You can't go and say, Lord, please wait for my wife to come so you judge us together. Because you are one. The Bible says there is no marriage in heaven. So we are all appearing in heaven as individuals. How do you pay tithe in one envelope? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. We are one. We are one. 
That's how that couple, they couldn't stay in the church. They couldn't stay in the church. Because it was too corrupt. The corruption was too much. Too much corruption. It's too much. You see, these, these are type of people who the church cannot have any influence on them because they have their own ideologies. I remember one big confusion with this couple was when they were building their house. The house was completed. They didn't have a fence. And they didn't have water. When I went to the marriage at that point, the, the, the wife said, I know somebody at GWI. He has promised, he has promised me he will connect our water in, a, in 24 hours. All we need is a fence. But we can move into the house without a fence and later build a fence. The husband said he has, he has a vision of the house. God has given him a vision of a completed house. So he's not moving to no house that has no fence. No fence. Meanwhile, they were staying at the bottom floor of their parents. So parents were up. This lady and, his, uh, and her husband were in it's a two-bedroom apartment downstairs in one, one room. And then the, the husband's brother and his wife were also in another room. They used the same kitchen. They used the same living room for years. Now, you've been able to build your house. The inside is complete. The only thing is a fence. The man says he has a bishop. And the Reverend Collins or Bishop Collins can't tell he. He got to move into the place before he build a fence. The wife is saying that, but Pastor, feedback, Pastor, the parents' involvement in a marriage is too much. I can't handle it. To the extent that one day, me and my husband were hugging up, call up. He took off meeting, he took off eating, and he entering nicely. Then the mother called, he, then he stopped everything. What are you doing? Why are you there? Come. The buy stop everything. He said, he said, Pastor, can you believe it? I said, No, you're joking. He said, I'm not joking. The buy stopped everything and went to the door. Mother needed him to come and do something for her. He went. So a woman who loves her husband is saying, You know what? I'm so glad that we got into a state that we can move in without a fence. The man said, No, 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 no. I have my own vision. No pastor can tell me nothing. So we have problems in our lives and in our, in our society where people have things in their head that they don't allow the word of God and then the, 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 the word of God, not, not even the church, to affect and influence it. And so when they are weak Christians, they don't even care about it. If I'm weak and I dress up, I'm okay. If I'm weak and I drive a car, it's good. That is the mindset that many people have. The Bible says that, wherefore, see we also are surrounded. Give me New Living Translation. We need the rain to complete our roof check so we can move ahead in life. Yeah. So the day you don't see any drops, it means that we have successfully fixed our problems. Then we can cover it. Yeah, because we want to cover it quick. And therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. There are things that slows us down. Oh, I said there are things that slows us down in life. Sometimes it's the, it's the friend you have. Sometimes it's the boyfriend you have. Sometimes it's the girlfriend you have. Sometimes it's somebody who you are associated with. They don't allow you to move on and to live your life properly. And if you're not somebody you are married to, you have to check out. Because you don't want to be slowed down in this life when God wants to speed you up. He says, especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Ladies and gentlemen, God has set before you and I, every one of us, a race. You are not racing against your neighbor, against your brother, 
against your sister, Jesse, you are running your own race with expectations, with commitments, with uh, 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 obligations, with rights and privileges and everything. After the end of your life, you have to account for your life. There's a race that you are supposed to run. There's a race that I'm running. There's a race that you are running. Everybody, that's what the Bible says. And that is what we do here. We read the Bible, we believe that it's God's word, and that's what we apply to our lives. It's not what somebody is telling you from the newspaper, or from the radio, or from the TV. It is what is coming from the word of God. The word of God says that there is a race set before us. That's why everybody must make sure that they have a good relationship with God and they are doing what God wants them to do. That's what brings us together as a church. I believe that I know many of the things God wants me to do. And I'm trying. I'm not sure about you. The race. Let us run. The word endurance means patience. The race that not the bishop, not the church, God has set before you. It is that race that you are running that attracts enemies and challenges and fights. That is why you have to be strong. Because once God sets the race ahead of you, since you were born, the race was defined. And when you die, that's the end of the race. To be able to run the race successfully, Elisa Dobley, to be able to run the race successfully, you have to make sure that you are strong. You say both will never compete in any race without training and preparation. There's no athlete, there's no footballer, there's no boxer, there's no basketballer, there's nobody who engages themselves in competition at any level who does not prepare and continue to live a life of preparation. There's a race set before you. And you need to fulfill, you need to run the race. For many of you, the race is to be run right here in this church. If you go to any other church, you have gone off the race. Many people don't understand it. That's why you can't just get vexed and leave. Vexation is not, you can't make decision out of vexation. People who obey their vexation, there's a lot of corruption. Because wait until you marry, and then when the vexation comes, now you see what you will do. Very you are, you, are, you are fighting, you are beating each other, you are fighting physically because you vex. You realize you are taking people's things, you train out of the window because you vex. Even when you give birth to children, you see how you've been knocking them and kicking them and because, because you vex. You can't use vexation in life. You need patience to run the race that is set before you. And God has set a race. See, my race is to be in Guyana and live and die and preach here for the rest of my life. And, that is, and I have to make sure that nobody disturbs me from that race. You need to strengthen yourself for the race. Every one of you must decide what you think your race is. The Apostle Paul said it. Absolutely, look for me. Look for it for me. He says to Timothy, he said, I have fought a good fight. I have fought a good fight. Where is it? Second Timothy chapter 4, somewhere. Verse 7. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. Are you with me? I have finished the race. Hebrews 11 says that God has set a race before you and I. Now there's a man in the Bible who is saying that I have finished the race. We are still running the race. And to be able to fight a good fight and finish the race, you have to be strong. Psalm 19 and verse 4. Psalm 19 and verse 4. The Bible says, Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. 
In them has he set a tabernacle for the son. Verse 5 says, which is a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoices as a strong man to run a race. A strong man to run a race. If you are not strong, you cannot run your race. Strength here is coupled with running your race. Let me tell you, as you are growing and as we are growing, a lot of things are going to happen to us. Now, if you are a tree outside, can you say that it shouldn't rain? No, you have to prepare for the rain. <laughs> you must prepare for the rain. And some days the rain, it will rain from morning to evening. You can't shout as a tree and say, what's going on here today? It's human beings who like tags. Like, oh, it's raining every day, every day. Rain is part of life. You will come to understand that anger is part of life. Being angry is part of life. Sadness is part of life. Happiness is part of life. Not having money is part of life. Being disappointed is part of life. Being deceived is part of life. Be, be, being made to look stupid is part of life. Somebody tacking your name is part of life. All these things are part of life. And it's part of your race. So no when somebody tack your name, he said, me going there no more. It means that you are not a rejoicing strong man running your race. You see, as I minister in, in Guyana, I know that many pastors see me very different. Some people don't even like me. I, I want to assume that everybody likes me. One day, this, the podcast, you see, I have my messages recorded and it's uploaded online on podcast. The, the application is called Podbean, podbean.com. Well, about three, four, before the pandemic, a few years before the pandemic, I got an email from Podbean. They were congratulating me. They said that of all podcasts in Guyana, I am number two. Yeah, number two. I'm, I'm number two. And I asked them, who is number one? They said, they can't tell me that. Prince, I don't know who has podcasts in Guyana. Who is number one? <laughs> I don't even know how many preachers are on podcasts in Guyana. There, there are things you would take for granted if you are not matured. There are things you take for granted. And you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. You, you, if you want to, if you want to, Tama, are we good? Yeah, you should pay attention, right? Don't let them children disturb you. Mm-hmm. No, you're an Asha, you can easily not hear anything. <laughs> what was I saying? If, if you want to judge me, all right, who wants to judge me? He said, Elsa, you want to judge me? <laughs> if you want to judge me, how many, of you, how, many of you here for the, how many of you are here for the first time? Today's your first time here. Ah, okay. Let me go to my friend here. <laughs> What's your name? Dwayne. Wow, Dwayne. Where, where do you live? Sophia. Good place. Good place. I used to live in Sophia. Afield. You are Bfield? Red Road. Okay. Nice. Now, if you want to assess me or judge me after church, right? Who invited Dwayne? Hey, so who is you? <laughs> Kevon. You're also from Sapphire. Halfield Street. Who invited you to church? Jonathan. Wow, JV. Leviticus Chapel. Okay. <laughs> Where's Joshua? <laughs> ah, okay. You are lost in the battle. Okay. <laughs> Doing. If you want to assess me, I'm over 50 years old. Alright? Some people say I don't look so. I disagree, but because I feel 50. Yeah, when you start running, you know that your heart has been beating for 50 years. Now, Dwayne, if you are going to assess me, your face is knowing. Have you been to this church before? You've been a long-time member? What's your name? 
Moifa. 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 Wow. That's a real guy in it. Don't fancy fancy names. Chantel. It's not. Chantel is guy in it. I'm talking to Dwayne. Are you listening to my conversation with Dwayne? Dwayne, I'm saying that if you are going to assess me, that's what happens sometimes when you go to a church for the first time. When you leave, you have things in your head. Right? Man, the play, place nice, but the place far. The man preached long. This, that. Or some big strap man standing at the door. He watching me straight, you know, he depot, you know, where he think I is a bandit or something. Me like here, ta. There's so many things people come here and walk away with. But if you are going to assess me, one of the things you have to take into consideration is the fact that I wasn't born here. I came here as a stranger. I've been here for 17 years. Compare that to anybody you know anywhere who has gone into a country, lived there, and have what I have by the grace of God. Then you can judge me. If you don't know anybody like me, you can't judge me. Then I'll take your water and drink it. <laughs> How many are with me? To, to be able to judge somebody, you need to know, have a lot of information to assess the person. The widow told Elisha, you can't do anything for me because I live in my own country. I don't need any favor. I am okay. I good. I don't live in my own country. And so, there are a lot of things that I need. But if you compare my status with others, and I'm telling you that as a foreign pastor in the country, my Facebook attention from Guyana alone is, is more, I think it's more, then you can't take that for granted because it was, it was, I was, I was the Lord brought to my attention. He said, don't take these things for granted. Strong man to run your race. Things will happen to you in this church. Things will happen to you in your home. Things will happen to you at work. Things will happen to you in life. If you are going to stay on course, you have to take those things up, learn from it, assess yourself from it, and continue. Don't change course because of those things. Some of those things, of course, will come into your life for you to change course, for you to get into the plan and will of God. But you have to prayerfully consider every step you are taking in life. Am I, am I preaching to somebody this morning? Because you can't run your race as a weak person. If I call all the 50 pluses, say, Charlene, Sister Esther, L.P. King, Sister Paulette. I hope Sister Paulette is a 50 plus, because some people, they look big, but they are not too old. <laughs> but already, who else is a 50 plus? Sister Elsa? Who? Sister Aina? Let us start a race from here to the gate. Can you come? Uh, ladies, can you come? Let's run. Sister Charlene, please, get out. We'll come and let's, let's run up to, to the main gate. <laughs> Then you realize that people are not the way they look. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the fifties there are different levels of fifty. You realize that by the time you get to the end of the cathedral, you you your heart beating fast, quick. Your heart beating too quick. Some people might even fall down. Bratam. Black Friday. <laughs> yeah. Son, are you awake? You didn't finish sleeping? Huh? You can only live your life according to how God wants you to live it if you are strong. If you are strong. If you are strong. Let me tell you, if you are going to look around Maybe somebody has a husband, somebody has a wife, somebody has a, a, a partner, somebody has a companion, and you don't have. You have to be convinced about what you're doing. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Otherwise, 
the devil will take you off your race. Let, let me tell you, there are some things that if you allow them to happen to you in life before it's time, you struggle. They become things that can easily make you slip. One of them is having children before your time. One of the things that can easily make you slip in your race is having children before it is time. Because to everything under the sun, there is a time. Of course, when they grow up, we begin to love them, but it is still something that is in the way. And it's always been the way. Your children are always going to be attached to you in good times or bad times. It, 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 it's, it's something you need to understand before you get into it. Some people don't even want children at all. Yeah, so white people don't want children. I had a manager. She got married. They went to buy a dog instead of having children. They said, no children. A big dog. And when they, herself and her husband were going on vacation, they have to look for a, a, a dog sitter before they travel. A dog is a full human being. Now they have dog food. You are not like us in Africa where when we eat, that's when the dog eats. Yeah. Left, left. That's what the dog eats. This kind of fancy dog food that people are selling on the roadside. Why, the, why has dog become so important like that? That somebody takes money from you for your dog. No, what I eat, and I eat the, the bones, the thing, I, I put it in a plate. Even plate cry, you are lucky as a dog in Africa. <laughs> Dogs in Africa, they are not blessed at all. Though. If you're a dog in Africa, you'll be praying for deliverance, I tell you. Your food is thrown on the floor like that. Yeah. You see them licking with their tongue like that, the floor, and licking it. That's how you're getting. That's why they can bite people in the house when they come. If you have a dog, you buy dog food for it. will never bite anybody. <laughs> it's a comfortable dog. It's a prosperous dog. It's I know who I am type of dog. He's walking in power type of God. Dogs in Africa, always hungry. So when they see human beings, they smell your blood. They're coming for you. You jump into the yard in the night. Your life will never be the same again. <laughs> In fact, we initiate dogs in Africa. In Ghana, we initiate dogs. When, when we get puppies, we give them high wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give them high wine, yes. Hey, don't come and joke with them. They'll bite you hard. Yeah, you feed them with high wine. You build, like bake, you get bacon sawfish, you dip it in high wine, you give it to it. Oh! Hey, you bite anybody he sees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when they are puppies, we give them high wine. Yeah, and they get mad. That's, that's why you're in the house. I don't need your company. I need your security. No, your dog company? No, no, dog on the bed. Why are you there, born? That's why people do them thing. You see some people, dogs in their vehicles and all of that. You're a white man. You're a real white man. Dogs are for protection. What I, what I, where I come from, dog is not a human being to come into my bedroom. <laughs> he sleeps in the yard. Even dog pen, he ain't got no dog pen. <laughs> he's a survivor. He's a, he's a wild hustler. He has to be a hustler in the house to bite people when they come. Now, you know a hungry man is an angry man? So a hungry dog is an angry dog. So we keep them hungry so that when you jump into the house, you meet a hungry dog. Yeah. You take off your shirt. You, you will jump back out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You give them raw meat so they can get used to blood. Hmm. So when they see you, they want to get into the blood. That's a dog. Not them fancy rice people poop by the roadside and say, dark food, dark food, dark food. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So strengthen yourself so you can run your race properly. Stand to your feet, please. The time is up. God bless you. Strong man to run a race. to pray. Pray that God will watch over you. This this end of the year, right? Already entering into December. A lot of things are going to happen. A lot of things are happening. I just pray. Pray. Somebody lift up your voice and pray that God will watch over you. God will keep your eyes open. God will keep you alert against all the things that are around that want to come your way and take you off your race. And take you off your stability and your strength. Somebody pray, pray, lift up your voice and pray. The Lord, keep watch over me, protect me, protect my vehicle, protect where I go at work. Lift up your voice and pray. Yes, for booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.